Intro music. That's not it. What? He's no good to me, Dad. Intro music. Intro music. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. It sure is, and here we are again for yet another episode. Banter, Beskar, Bantha Milk. It's a Mandalorian podcast. It sure is. Don't you know? So I hope you're all having a great week. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. Thanksgiving. You know, I feel like it's not really Thanksgiving unless you've you've made some really questionable life decisions. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, my life decisions this past weekend were were not all that questionable, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah, neither were mine. I ate a relatively sane amount of food. Uh, I don't know if I ate a sane amount of food. I definitely had seconds. I had thirds. Oh, even See, better. I, I had thirds, and I still think that's a relatively sane amount. Yes. So that's, that'll tell you how my Thanksgiving usually goes. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had a great week, and uh, we're back for yet another episode. We had, this past week, Chapter 4, chapter Sanctuary. Chapter 4, Sanctuary. Um, and it was excellent. Excellent. Absolutely I, I liked excellent. it. Way different from The Sin, which was Chapter 3, uh, in a lot of ways, which I love, by right. the way. Um, but we're going to get into it in just a second here. I think first we should, uh, first of all... Blast out to everyone once again who we are and who what we, we are. are. If you're just joining us, I, I know uh, every week we we get another another couple of extra listens, which is kind of exciting. Which How is many totally awesome. Did we have this week? We were up to like seventy five or eighty. Seventy five or eighty. And that was which is huge for us. Yeah, like it's not I said, too bad. Last week for two guys in a basement. The fact yeah. that anybody's listening is awesome. So the fact that there was eighty of you that that chimed in is even more awesome. Yeah, it's so my that hope. Is so cool. It's my hope that by season three of The Mandalorian. Uh, our new listeners are listening back on this when we have about seven or eight million yeah, listeners, exactly. and they go, "Wow, they were at seventy. Look at look at how far they've come." When we have our own panel at D twenty three, and at uh, in San Diego Comic Con, and it's people coming. are like begging for our autographs, those eighty people that listen to episode three can be like. I, I followed you then. That's right. That's I knew right. them when. I knew Including them our when. fan of the week. We do have fan, a fan of, the, of week. the week. So last week, you may recall, if you listened to us, if you didn't, you should listen to our last week episode. We had a great guest. It was my wife. Yes, and she was awesome. She was excellent. She has a lot of Star Wars knowledge. And uh, sure according does. to my buddy Bill, uh, is funnier than the both of us combined. Oh, well, So that's always good to know. That is good to um, know. But Thanks, Bill. last week, we did have uh, a call to action. We were asking people, hey. We really want more listeners. We want to reach more people. We want to talk to more new people. And we asked you all to give us a shout on social media. We definitely had a What was our social media again? Uh, let me think about it. Maybe think it about was it. Bantha Milk Podcast oh, at gmail.com. That's a good email Maybe address. Maybe it's Bantha Milk Podcast on Facebook. Yes. How about Bantha Milk Podcast on Instagram? I like it. Maybe just Bantha Milk on Twitter. Bantha Milk on Twitter. It's that's much it. easier. It you is. don't have to have, add the podcast in there. That's right. If you're going to tweet us, that's just right Bantha Milk. Just Bantha Milk on Twitter, right? That's right. Uh, but, but my buddy Max, who I actually worked with when I lived in Illinois, all the way out in Bloomington, Illinois. Uh, he gave us a shout. We uh, we are sending him a shirt. Yes, right? we are. Yep. Is that, is that we a are. fact? That is a okay, fact. That is sure. a fact, yeah. Uh, it should be heading out Fan your way of the week. Already by now. But yeah, gets Max, a, we love you. We appreciate it. And we know Max has been listening for quite some time. Um, so we appreciate you, uh, your continued patronage and uh, your sharing us. But before we get into more, let, we got to get into our drink. We Last have to get week, into our drink. we had our best drink yet. Best drink yet. And also... Well, throw this out to Bill also, because apparently your wife was funnier. She also makes better drinks than apparently. us. Apparently. Well, we're about to find out. Because her drink was awesome. Yeah, but the drink we're going to make today is a little bit of a fly by the seat of your pants. <laughs> what so do we have in the, in the, in the liquor cabinet? What is cabinet? left in the liquor cabinet that can go along with the episode? So That's right. at one point in time, if you saw <laughs> uh, episode, episode four. four, chapter four. That's right. Chapter four. Uh, there was a whole bunch of people drinking this uh, this blue glowing grog so we decided we're going to make our own blue glowing grog That's so right. and that that name is copyright pagan it is pagan, pagan has copyrighted the blue glowing um, glo- but yeah the grog. second we saw that on screen we were like well well that's got to be our drink this that week. has to be the drink so, we so had what f- we have here is we've got from last week the blue curacao which i was surprised that i enjoyed so much yes and it's very blue and it glowing so blue. it'll work out perfectly uh, rob was being really creative he had like a pack of uh what were they? The glow sticks. Glow sticks. Yeah. He was going to put them in the bottom of these. They were going to look awesome. But the glow sticks, I think. I didn't realize glow sticks had an expiration date. Neither did I, but apparently they do. Now we know, and now you know. Yes. So, anyway, we're going to. I'm just going to eyeball it here. Eyeball it. By we, the have way, a, we are calling this. The, what is it? Blue glowing blue grog. Blue glowing grog. You got like it. it. That's exactly what um, it is. So, we're starting with this blue curacao, and I'm going to put, you know, eyeball roughly a shot of blue curacao. That's, that's maybe a shot. <laughs> 
That's very blue. And we have a lot of ice in there also yes. because um, there's there's no juice yeah, going in here a, at all. <laughs> this is our last day uh, of our break before we go back to work. Thanksgiving break um, is ending. By the so way, oh, we're really going into it. Thanksgiving. One more shout out to Thanksgiving. Can I can I throw an ad out here to Do our it. first uh, not ad whatever whatever you want to call it, commercial? Yeah. There's this restaurant that I know of. Uh, we in Jersey we call it down the shore. At this place in LBI. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And they're so cool. Now, I didn't go eat there. Oh, you missed Not this out, past man. weekend. I missed out. But they do this really awesome thing. Every Thanksgiving, they make... How many turkeys would you say they make? I think this, I think this Thanksgiving was 17 turkeys. 17, 17 turkeys. turkeys yeah. And all these people from LBI... And, and the, the surrounding and region. And the surrounding yeah. region come in, and they can all eat... Ready for this? Not for eleven ninety five. No. Nope. Not for five ninety five. Not even for ninety five cents. Nope, for free. For FRE free. Free fitting. They feed anybody that wants to walk in the doors for free a an amazing Thanksgiving dinner. So, Nick, why don't you tell us a little bit more about this restaurant? That's the Sandbox Cafe. My parents own it. It's a great restaurant. Voted See, I best breakfast on the Jersey Shore. Throw out that uh, yeah. that we knew the people who owned you know, it. No, it is but, my parents. That's yeah. it. I'm fine with letting, <laughs> letting everyone know. It is a great. Uh, it's a great, great tradition we have every year. Uh, and me and my wife, we go and we uh, volunteer our time as well. It's a, it's a fun uh, tradition we have. Uh, it's open to anyone. It's not about I can't afford it. It's not about you know I'm, I don't have anyone. It's if you don't feel like making dinner, come on down. We had uh, I want to say over two hundred. I think it was over two hundred this year. People come and eat that uh, so Thanksgiving cool. dinner with us completely for free. They had all this the trimmings, mashed potatoes, turkey, gravy, uh, vegetables. We had pumpkin pies, apple pies, all donated from people. It was a great time. We had a really good we uh, really good Thanksgiving. Uh, I played a little ukulele and my wife sang and played a little cornet. That was a good time. So there you go. So if you, next Thanksgiving, want a free Thanksgiving meal, don't feel like cooking, and are in the LBI area, stop into the Sandbox Cafe. And if not, any other time, you know, they're they're open all year round, correct? They sure are. They're open all year round. my parents aren't even giving us any money for this place. They are not. Actually, you know what? You just said they're open year round. I think today was their last day of the season. Oh, okay. Then they're They're not open year round. But... LBI seasonal. You're not in the you're not in the LBI area in January. Right, it's a little cold. So we just put uh, another bit of coconut rum in this drink. So we have equal parts blue curacao and coconut rum. And I'm just going to add a little splash of vanilla vodka. And, splash. And that's it. This is going to be Nick's splashes some kind are much bigger than my splashes. Yeah, I've got a. Now, for a, those yeah. of you listening at home, you probably want to add some kind of a juice to this to yeah, make it better. Yeah, maybe pineapple would be maybe probably pineapple, pretty good. But it is. I also got these fancy blue color changing cups. Did you notice how blue everything is? Yeah. The, yeah. So fancy blue wow, changing really cups. Nice. So as we got to well. take our, our customary our selfie, selfie here with our blue grog. There it is. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. You're a handsome man, Rob. I try. Right, let's I cover my, sa- my face up a lot. Cheers, so. my friend. Cheers. Here we go. You know, that's, that's pretty darn good. I don't mind it. It's strong for sure. It's strong. It's definitely strong. It's it a could sipping drink. Use, yeah, it's a sipping drink for sure. And it could definitely. Like to make it a little less of a sipping drink and more of like a cocktail, it could use definitely maybe a pineapple. Yes. Um, yes. Maybe maybe for next time, mm-hmm. I'll actually remember to bring some juice. But this is I'm gonna drink this whole thing and I might need to hang out for. <laughs> minutes before I go home. Might have to watch a couple of football games yeah, beforehand. Right. But yes, it is definitely very good. Yeah. Um, so I I'm not gonna put this on the baby yodel. Last week no. we created a special category yes. just for the uh, whistling bluebirds. The whistling it was that good. Uh, that's right. And you have yes. to whistle. You have to whistle it. when you're making it. Um, if you if you have didn't try last week's drink, do it. I had several people texting me saying, "I want to try this drink. It sounds so good." We want you to drink it with us. So if you yes. got to press pause right now to get all of your accoutrement, <laughs> right? And in together. this case, hopefully more than what we got. There's only three liquors yeah. in here. Yeah. Um, but if yeah, you, wanna, you can even make last week's if you like. Uh, definitely make liquor. last week's. Definitely don't make a giggling Yoda. No, that avoid is, the giggling yeah, Yoda. At all the costs. giggling Yoda is the worst. <laughs> But uh, what do you think? Definitely not a baby Yoda. No, not a baby Yoda. But it's I would put this at a Leia for sure. Yeah, I. Um, what do you think? Endor Leia, Bosk or uh, Bounty Hunter Leia? Bounty Hunter Leia. Yeah, Bounty Hunter Leia. Is slave a good one. Leia. No, Slave Leia is the 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 boss. That's the best okay. one. So right. I would go with Bounty Hunter Leia. Like a gold Bounty Hunter Leia. I'm keeping yeah. with this really uh, obfuscated uh, 
<laughs> crazy I, rating I really, system that I, we have. I'm leaning into it. Just random uh, rating system that it's we have here. It's a beautiful thing. But I'm going to keep drinking thing. this because it's delightful. It is delightful. Um, once again, please make sure you check us out on social media. Yes. Um, I did have another couple of friends message me. Uh, last week, we talked about uh, those those blades when uh, Kyle got in. And by the way, again, if, if you're new to us, we're going to use some interesting names. You might yes. not be able to follow. Check back episode one to follow along with the names. But the Mandalorian's name is Kyle. His name is Kyle. Um, that's just a fact by now. Yes. Um, so when Kyle and uh, Paz Vizsla, uh, right. is his name, were fighting last uh, in episode three, we had mentioned that the, you know, the... the, the, the vi- were we were calling them vibroblades, yeah, yes. And you had mentioned that they were vibrating. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure you're right. They were vibrating because they were vibroblades. Um, I'm still not convinced that that Mandalore figure didn't use the force to stop them. Okay. It sure seemed that way to me. My buddy Gordon, uh, messaged me uh, again. I love when my friends message me. It tells me that they're listening. Yes. And most he had definitely. mentioned that there's a, actually a, quite a bit of lore behind the vibroblades dating back to like, I remember when I was playing Knights of the Old Republic. Okay. Um, they're actually Ichani. It was manufactured by uh, the Ichani, which was a sort of warrior cult, uh, according to Gordon, that eschewed energy weapons. And okay. and I'm quoting here from uh, from Gordon, who I assume was quoting from Wiki- Wikipedia, right? Seems like Ichani vibroblades use a rare cortosis weave to prevent lightsaber sparring damage, allowing traditional sword play and continue in the time of Jedi and the Sith, right? So, yeah, definitely vibroblades. But again, I'm not convinced that the force didn't stop. Didn't fight, stop right? the two because they both froze at exactly the same time. Yep. And it, I mean, even if you're like you and your brother are fighting when you're a kid, you know, and your mom yells from the other room, knock it off. Yeah. You, you still get one more jab in yeah. there. These guys look like they were like, they couldn't move. Yep. The only thing that was moving were the vibra blades moving in their hands, but it definitely looked like they couldn't move Yeah, because they were both inches away from, Making contact. From the jugular. Both yeah. of them. They were yeah. going for the jugular. They were both going for the jugular. That was yeah. nasty. But uh, so that, I just wanted to get a couple of, of discussion points in from our last one. But we do want to forge forward into Sanctuary. Sanctuary. Chapter, Chapter four. 4. And I didn't realize this one was uh, directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. It was really good. Ron Howard's daughter. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. And there's a lot of different, you know, they're, they're going with a lot of different... Um, Directors. directors this year uh-huh. uh, or this first season and I really dig that it seems like I know for the, a fact the last episode of the season is going to be directed by Taiko Waititi okay um, so I'm excited for that one and I know um, Dave Filoni is doing at least one right who, who directed uh, the second one I was at Chow or was that John Favreau I don't is whoever it Helen Chow no, I forget her name I don't remember but whoever directed the second one is definitely directing another one right so you know, if only there were some people who had a podcast that did research that knew, and knew, knew about this, this yeah. before they uh, started talking about why, it. Why? Why do that? Just uh, just yap away and yeah. hope that it works. Hey, at least seventy-five people or so are listening. So that's we, right. We're doing something we're spewing, semi-right. spewing things out <laughs> to seventy-five people. Um, so yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard directed this, and uh, again, we we have been alternating between these large-scale, almost like. Star Wars stories that fit into the meta story of Star Wars okay. versus like the next episode where it becomes this much more intimate story, yes. which I really love. And this yes. was one of those more intimate Very stories. Intimate. Uh, everything took place on the one planet. Everything. Called Sorgan. Sorgan, yeah, mm-hmm. a brand new planet, yeah, Sorgan. Which we've never heard of before. Again, nope. they could, they've, they've got a wealth of Star Wars stuff that they could tap into. Uh, but I like that we're seeing. New I totally stuff. like that I, we're seeing. We new see stuff, way yeah. too much Coruscant. We yeah. see way too much Narshadah. Yeah, we don't need to see Tatooine every single time. We can see something else. Yeah, but yeah, um, planet is Sorgan. And also, you know, we we discussed this numerous times that this is a Western in space, and oh, yeah. um, they really lean into it again. This Pablo this Pascal has said that he looked to Clint Eastwood and also um, the. Uh, Chinese Japanese movies of the past. Um, yeah, like a samurai. Samurai movies, well. yeah. Mm-hmm. So this was based off of Akura Kawasaki's uh, The Seven Samurai. Okay. So, yeah, Kawasaki, he's like a really renowned uh, director. Yeah, direct, Japanese director. Yeah. Uh, did a lot of great samurai films. Is it Kurosawa? Uh, yeah. Kurosawa. I'm Kurosawa. pretty sure it's Kurosawa. Yeah, Kurosawa, yeah. yes. Yep. Um, That's right, because I remember the Bare Naked Ladies mentioned Kurosawa. Yes, their song, like, I love the Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> Shouts out to the Bare Naked Ladies. Right? I hope they listen. Um, I, yeah, maybe. Somehow I doubt it. This drink is delightful. It is very delightful. But yeah, so this was completely based off of the Seven Samurais, which there's 
many other shows and movies that are based off of the Seven, seven Samurais. Most recently is um, The Magnificent Seven. Oh, that was a great movie. Yeah. So that there was, was, was that the one with uh, Chris Pratt and Denzel Washington? Yeah, and, in, uh, yeah. in 2016, yeah, which like was a one. remake of a 1960s right. version of that. Sure. Um, and through, uh, you know, we, we joke that we don't do a lot of research. We did a little bit of research. So there's a whole bunch of other films, and also an episode in Clone Wars, the TV series. That's right, that where they like deputize the town. Yeah, it's, like it's the same exact thing. And mm-hmm. and if you rewatch that, it also directed by Dave Filoni. 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 We had a real problem with. That I cannot say the guy's last name. I don't know why. I feel so bad. It's a tough one. It's it, all no, right. it's not. I'm just stupid. I uh, think that's you're what good, it is. Man. Uh, poor Dave. It, when he comes in, he's gonna like yell at me. Yeah. And well, you know. we we have a little bit of time to get ready for him. I right. Think. Yeah. I can. <laughs> by the time we can he practice hears, that. Last yeah. By name. the time he hears the show and uh, decides that he definitely needs to come in and do press on our show, yeah. I'll get his name right. Absolutely. Um, but uh, so yeah, so he directed that Clone Wars, which he also directed, not directed, but you know, was executive producer mm-hmm. on this. Sure. So uh, very uh, similar. Um, a couple other movies that were just like The Seven Samurai, which made me laugh, um, was uh, The Three Amigos. Sure. Same concept. Absolutely. And uh, even uh, Bugs Life is basically the same concept, where they're they're uh, training all the uh, uh, circus animals, bugs, on how to fight off the bad guys. That's true. So it's wow, all that's basically, a, that's a, yeah. Wow. So How about Robin Hood Men in Tights? Could be. Let's go with that Let's one. Let's go with that one as well. That was right? a great one. Yeah. So. Oh, that was one of my favorites of all time. But yeah, yeah they're, they're training the, the common folk, right? They're, yeah. To, to, and that's, again, we, we talked last week a lot about the really on-the-nose Western tropes that they're going for. And the yes. whole deputizing of a town in order to save them from a from a gang of outlaws or whatever that's, yep. that's been terrorizing such a, them. Such a Western yeah, concept. And, it, and it's done so well. Yes. I, I, again, I don't mind that they're like – it's not even they're leaning into the Western. It's, it's almost like – like they're winking at you with it oh, every totally. now and then. But totally. that, I think they're doing it in such a good way, yep. and it's so different for Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's great. And and the way this episode, the the whole vibe versus the rest of the season, you could almost like put like episodes one, two, and three together as a movie. Right. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah. was, that was episode one. Yeah. Was episodes one, two, and three. I and then I feel like this was the beginning of a much different type of story. You know what I mean? Yes. Now it'll be interesting to see where it goes because this could this is even almost could be like a standalone segment. You yeah. Know, like absolutely. If you didn't watch an episode, which one could you not watch and not really miss anything? Yeah. You could almost not watch this one and yeah, not miss anything. Yeah, there'd be some, what is that strange little green thing walking around and why is it yeah. important? But other than that, yeah, this could really be, it could stand on its own yeah. as, as something like that. Uh, so yeah. that's pretty great. Um, but again, we are on, the, are on the planet Sorgan. Sorgan. Uh, and I did find out that these raiders that they're having problems with, they are Clutunians. They're Clutunians. Yeah. Yes. So we've been wrong. I believe. I guess those those dudes that we're chasing were probably Trandoshians. Yes. Uh, they are known to be bounty hunters. More and, bounty hunter-esque. Yeah. But yeah, these are Clutunians. This is, this is, I mean, finally we found out exactly what they're called. Yeah, Clutunian raiders. Um, and can we talk about the fact that Kyle, our boy Kyle, walks into this, this planet and he doesn't even, like, he's not even trying to hide. He walks in. They already said, oh, that Beskar armor is going to draw some eyes. Uh, he walks into this bar with yep. this tiny little green thing. Yep. Like, he couldn't have even, I don't know, stuffed the thing down his shirt or something. <laughs> like, hidden it somewhere. Put it left in a it. backpack or something, you I know. I know he tried baby to Bjorn. leave it on. Yeah, yeah baby Bjorn. <laughs> that's what I want to see. <laughs> with a walking with the baby Bjorn. You know, I actually have a t-shirt that's a cat. In a baby Bjorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I want one with baby Yoda. I think our Bjorn. next T-shirt that we're gonna have to make for our podcast is gonna have to be Yodel in, Yodel a, baby in a baby Bjorn. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with that whatsoever. I love it. That is beautiful. Um, get on that. I, I will I do, can't that. do that. He's he's the T-shirt maker. I, I will do that. But yeah, no subtlety at all. No. Just walks on in. Hey, I know we're like really wanted by every bounty hunter out there, but well, can I get a drink? So, <laughs> so they they kind of. <laughs> They kind of like set you up when when he says, you know, this planet doesn't have a starport. It doesn't have anything. Mm. You know, it's a very way off the beaten path. Sure, but he he's a he's a bounty hunter. He's a bounty hunter. He, he right. should know that they have these fobs that can uh-huh. track you. Yes, <laughs> like, and I want to talk more about those fobs because I, I, some people that some YouTubers that I was using for for references, um were conflicting themselves as to how powerful and how 
the fobs work, the range, the and, range the and all that and, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sure. so yeah, they, it it is kind of strange. You, so like, we I, haven't really been clarified as to what yeah. they can do and how they do it. So I have a feeling. My my impression is, and especially going back to, um, way back to episode one when the client told him, you know, we don't Steve. know, exa- Steve, we Steve don't know exactly where he is, but um, we have, you know, the last four digits, which is his age and blah, 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 whatever. And then as as he got onto the planet, then the key fob started to blink. Um, so I have a feeling the fobs only work and close range, you know, within right. a planet or so. Or some, like, within the parsec a or par- the system. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so that begs to... The question, how did they find him at the end of the episode? Right. Right? Because so, he, he's, I mean, we know as of episode, I guess, eight at least, hyperspace tracking is supposed to be like something that no one thinks is possible. Right. Right? So they couldn't have tracked him once he went into hyperspace. Right. So that's um, interesting. So I, uh, my guess is everybody in the Bounty Hunter Guild is just running around coming in and out of hyperspace, planet to planet, to see if their fob goes off, maybe. No, you're just popping out, seeing yeah. the beeps, and if not, just popping right back in. And if not, right just back in. back in and go somewhere else. And, and, that, and that guy just happened to be the lucky one? He was the lucky one that, that found it. Now, whether he tells anybody or not is another story. Why would you? Because you want to get the bounty yourself. I would go ahead and say that he's probably not telling anybody. Yeah. So <laughs> Considering Cara Dune put a bolt in his head. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he but that's fried. a story for yes. later. Right. Um, okay. Um, so back to back to well, let's try and break down the episode as best as we can from start to finish. We we did, by the way, meet uh, probably the most important character so far, which is a loth cat. Yes. Yeah, oh, you, thank goodness. Little baby Udal makes friends with okay. a little loth cat. Now you're, which we've seen before. We have seen on Rebels. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So let's Udal. First off, dude's a ninja. Yeah. Um, for real. For real. Like uh, the very beginning. Classic, yeah. Um, it was like a classic parenting like. parent, parent, kid, <laughs> just like stop touching that. No, stop touching that. No, stop touching that. No, like it was just awesome. I'm like, that's what my kids do to me. I'm I like, was kind of hoping perfect. he'd leave and come back, and like Udo would have just been like levitating everything with force, <laughs> just moving things around. Every the light plane. is on. <laughs> and and by the way, he mentioned again. I, this just popped into my head. He called it the Razor Crest again. The Razor Crest. Yes, that's not the name of it. I'm it so is confused. A Razor Crest, yes, because. In the first episode, it is established that it is a Razor Crest class ship, like yes. very clearly. But he, is he really that um, opposed boring? to names? Yeah, is he that boring? Is that he, he that just boring? Called, it'd be like, hey, my my uncle left me a, an Imperial Star Destroyer in his will. I'm going to call it Imperial Imperial Star Destroyer. Star Destroyer. Yes, um, <laughs> I don't know so, why my uncle is leaving me such a large ship in his will. You but. know, because he had it and he he didn't want it to go to waste to waste. Sure. So he gave it to you, and you you name you didn't name it like Big Bertha. No. You named it the Imperial Star Destroyer. Which, yes. why not? Yeah, so that's, uh, there's a lot with names still. Like, he knew Cara Dune's name was Cara Dune because when he was addressing the villagers, he said, Cara Dune was a shock trooper, blah, blah, blah. Right. But never did he say, hi, I'm Kyle, this is Cara Dune, mm-hmm. and... He and Cara Dune had, a com- had to have an- another conversation off the air at some point because... When on when we saw it, at no point did she hold out her hand and say hi, I'm Kara, and he just said yes, you yeah. know, like yep. So he knows her name. Does she know his name? Does he I have mean, a name? What's the deal? To be fair, there there was probably some travel time that maybe they exchanged pleasantries and we didn't right. get to see right. So why? That, what's his but. name? We we we're calling him Kyle now. I. I, I'm pretty sure I I haven't looked it up because I don't I really like avoiding spoilers. Okay. Um, but I have heard that his actual name, the Mandalorian's actual name, has leaked. Oh, okay. Um, it's Kyle. It's Kyle. Uh, I don't care what the leak says. His no. Well, the leak Kyle. says it's Kyle. That's right. Yeah. We um, we leaked it. By the way, get ready for my name change. I have to have another name change in Galaxy. Oh, in Galaxies. Uh, get Star ready, Wars Galaxy. Get ready for that because. Better be it, Kyle. It's a doozy. Nice. Um, shout out, by the way. We are still playing this Star Wars Galaxy. Star game. Wars Galaxies. Um, uh, I, I don't know if any of uh, my fellow Star Wars Galaxy friends are listening, but if you are, shout out to y'all friends. Yep. Sunrunner Two is the server, the server that we are on right Come now. Come check us out. We Come check us time. out. It's awesome. Um. So anyway, Kyle. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know why we don't know his name yet, but it's the same thing with his. And we t- we got a little more insight into the Mandalorian helmet thing today yes. too. Um. Wherein, first of all, uh, did we get the name of the mom? The the mom that he's got a crush on? Uh, yes. Did we? I missed yes. that. Yes. Um, First of all, she's got 
a whole backstory, clearly. Yes. Because she's she was, deadly. She was a shooter. She, My goodness. She was like... She, she hit was, those frying pans. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, she was, shot she after crushed shot, crushed them. Everybody else was, you know, shooting in the dirt and the grass. Yeah. And she crushes the frying pans. Um, also, I did like the opening sequence when we see, um, like, the village being raided. Yeah. You see blaster shots, and they're coming from an angle upwards down towards them. Okay. So, but you never see the ATST until um, Cara Dune and Kyle discover it. And how Jurassic Park was that? ATST? Oh my God, it was so Jurassic Park. <laughs> the red eyes. The red eyes. The and dark. just him rising. It's yeah. like T Rex, like waking up. Like, I've never oh, been afraid of an ATST until. Oh my God, it was oh, awesome. They did such a good job yeah. actually making it seem threatening. Which, by the way. Um, we are jumping all over the place, That's by fine. the way. Yeah. That's okay. If you're following along at home... Good luck. Yeah, you can start <laughs> mapping this out for us. Her name was Omera. 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 Interesting name. Yeah. Yeah, she's got some stuff. Yes. She's got a past. She I, does I, have a past. I, honest to God, figured she wouldn't make it through the episode. I thought there was going to be a moment. Okay. And she was going to die, and that was going to... But it wasn't. No, she crushed it. She, oh, she did. Well, since we're just talking about random people in it, um, one of the other... Uh, the two little fellas that traveled for an hour or a whole day out to the Razor Oh, yeah. One of them I have seen. He was in... Uh, yep. The Good Place. The Good Place. Yeah, That's he's right. in The Good Place. He was... Uh, he was don Not Donkey Doug. What, what was um, his name? Because Donkey Doug is uh, Jason's dad, right? Yes. He was... I have it written down here. Now I need to find it. Uh, we'll, we'll keep going, but I'll I'll get back to it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really surprised with all of the uh, cameos. I guess yes. they're not really cameos, but no. we're seeing a fair amount of like famous like current people like the first episode the guy who drove him back to his his uh ship right like that was that was that really surprised me that he would be in this but i yeah, guess because he was he's like a he's a famous stand-up comic yeah and uh so in, in this there's another uh comic as well so yeah so it's uh it's funny that they're bringing in all these people i wonder if they're all like friends with uh John Favreau. Uh, or... With John Favreau. Yeah, the guy's name is Eugene Cardera, and okay. he was Pillboy. Pillboy, that's Pillboy right. Pillboy <laughs> on A Good Place. Uh, that's a great show. If you don't watch Good Place, check it out. It's hysterical. You got to watch it. <clears throat> um, but, so yeah, interesting Interesting that they're bringing in a bunch of different kind of famous people. But again, uh, I, I got a text from my buddy Louie, again, another uh, Bantha Milk podcast super fan out there, out in Nebraska. Okay. Um, and he was mentioning how much... Like every episode comes out is is just better and better. Yeah, and I I, I re- replied with something I firmly believe in. I think this series is the best thing to happen to Star Wars since Return of the Jedi. Oh, most definitely. Honestly, like I, I and I'm I know there are pe- people out there who hate the sequels. I know there are people out there who hate the prequels. I'm a Star Wars fan. I have my problems with a lot of Star Wars stuff, but at the end of the day, I will enjoy a good Star Wars exactly. movie. Um, but I think this is absolutely in, I guess, what was that, 1985 that Return of the Jedi came out? Yes. So, like, at, at least 30, 35 years, the best thing to happen to Star Wars, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I think it's going to open up a whole lot of doors for, I think, yeah, for the, I, just creativity in the Star Wars world. I, I totally, totally agree with you. This drink is fantastic. This drink is, is fantastic. It's and once, better every sip. Once the ice melts it down a little bit. Yeah, it, it gets a little watered down. It's a little more tame. Yeah. Um, the other thing... Uh, we're jumping all around. We so are jumping Rob all around. Rob has all these extensive notes, and he's like scrolling down and up. And, and up, yeah, up. because we just keep jumping around. I'm and I'm just, like, I'm just stream of consciousness. Yeah, like. he just, he's just going <laughs> off. Um, back to the beginning, he calls he calls Udal a womp rat, which is great. That's adorable. It's adorable. Um, he's a, a little womp rat. He's and a little by womp the rat. way, um, just like in episode three, anytime Udal was even in the slightest chance of danger. I got anxiety. Oh yes, hundred like, percent. Like at the end of that, when that that crosshair is on him, yep. I'm like, don't you dare. Yeah, I, I was knew, like, I knew Udal wasn't gonna die. I knew he wasn't still. gonna die, but I was like, oh, how no. dare you yeah. even try? And, and not only is is this series so good for um, Star Wars, but Baby Udal is oh, yeah. also so amazing for Star Wars. Like, I have not met a single person or seen online a single person who does not just like not only like Baby Yoda. But love him, love him, and like, yeah. and, and like, is protective over him as well. And the around. the puppetry work that they do in this, like, you can tell a lot of this episode was the puppet and, and not, not CGI. CGI. Sure, was so good. <laughs> and I love that that little girl like became friends with Udal. Yes, it was adorable. Yes, adorable. Which once again, 
Nobody asked him what his name was. Nope. They just said, oh, he's going to be missed. Who's he? What's his name? Give us a name. That dude with the um, name. And, and they did clarify he does take it off to eat. He does take it off to yeah, eat. She and said, when is the last time you took it off? Yesterday. Yesterday, <laughs> yeah. So well. he does He does take it off to sleep, and he does take it off to eat, but his helmet um, does not come off in public. And during that same conversation, he said something that changed my mind on one of my theories. Okay. If you remember from last week, I had a theory that after the battle droid, you know, puts his arm down at him in this basement, I thought right. that maybe a Jedi had saved him. Yes. It, it's pretty clear to me that it was... It's got to be the the Mandalorian. The Mandalorians, right? So, so this was confirmation. He was not born a Mandalorian, right? And hence, hence the name, the Foundlings, right? They. So now we we understand more about what the Foundlings are. It they seems were like all they're these, trying to rebuild yes, the Mandalorian orphan culture. children that that the Mandalorians are taking in and turning the, into their own, and you know, including them into their cult, basically, mm-hmm. which. It seems to me, you know, you can't take your helmet off. You know, you got to wear your white Nikes. Yeah, um, and we, we got a little more uh, insight into that as well. He can take it off if he wants. If he wants. He just can never put it back he on. Can, he just can't. That's it. And so Cara Dune was like, you're telling me you could settle down with that widow. That girl right there. That girl who who wants you, which let's take a step back. Now, have you ever, you've seen like a really attractive person from across the bar or something like that or from far away you're like oh my gosh and then you get closer and you know maybe they're missing a tooth or something you know like something and you're like oh gosh she sure. has no idea what's under that helmet that's true it could be anything it could be anything he especially could, in star wars he could be he could be know, an ugnot yeah it's he possible could, he could be an ugly ugnot underneath there he pulls that off and she's like ah you know but right tra- now tra- she's tra- like there's in love a with term him. from clueless i can't think of it i know if my wife were here she would be able to figure it out uh but there's this term from clueless the movie which is a classic yes um where uh it's like a, was it a monet did they call it a monet like oh no. they're a monet they look good from far away but up close it's a mess okay something like that something like that yeah but like so so she's like falling in love with this guy never sees his face or anything and also people were complaining because you know how star wars fans are everybody has to complain about something they can't of be course. happy so complaining because he has a helmet on all the time you can't get his expressions you have no idea what he's actually doing uh I, if he's happy or sad or but not. i think he's he's delivering such a nuanced performance yes even without having to see his face i agree 100 almost any actor that you like would meet like someone who's studied acting will tell you that like 90 percent this is just a figure i'm pulling out of the air but a lot of acting comes from the eyes right and like what you do with your eyes and you can tell a really good actor by the way they act with their eyes and I think you can tell a really good actor by the fact that he doesn't have these tools at his ex- disposal. And I can still, he's selling the emotion. He's selling he's, it, yeah. yes. Like when he's yelling at Baby Yudel in the beginning, he's like, stay here. And you know, he's he's like, you got to stay here. And then when he st- opens the door and he's standing right next to him, he's like, oh, come on. And you know that he's rolling his eyes inside his helmet oh, yeah. without even seeing it. And you're the dad, so I'm sure that's that's a situation oh, yes. that, that and so I I give him mad props for with the helmet on being able to still get emotion out of him. I just couldn't believe he left Baby Udal in the care of that clueless bartender. Like he's just like, hey, I just met you, and you're kind of weird, but watch weird. watch this child yes. that's clearly very important this while is, I go track down this. MMA fighter, ex-rebel shock trooper. Hopefully yes. he'll be okay. Yeah, so stay here uh, and hold on to my uh, what, a flagon of spotchka. Spotchka. <laughs> I'll be right back for my flagon of spotchka. Um, but yeah, so uh, that was that was kind of funny. And where's where are his pockets? He doesn't have pockets. He doesn't have pockets, so where does he keep his money? He, you he think ke- he's got, because like, we saw like his chest plate opens up, so maybe he's got like a area in his chest where he can keep stuff okay i don't know we'll have to ask him yeah because when he, when kyle he had money his, yeah when kyle yeah. comes in uh or maybe he's just got like a little you know he's got like whistling birds in his arms and stuff right. maybe, maybe he's got, he's got a, got a little change a little like, a yeah, change pouch a little change pouch. pouch like at the uh the arcade guys when you got the whole thing of quarters he's like hey i used to do that my first job ever fantasy island on long beach there you go i was that guy who had like you click the thing and a dollar quarters comes dollar quarters comes out that maybe he's got one of those built in maybe you're kyle uh, maybe I am. Yes. Okay. I would never tell you if I was, though. <laughs> I also liked um, in the very beginning, well, not in the very beginning, but when they first, when the Mandalorian first came back, I, I liked his his whole um, leave me alone to the to the two guys, right. to, to Pillboy, leave me alone. Yeah. Uh, and then 
Uh, I did <laughs> like the, uh, okay, well, wait, you're out in the middle of nowhere. Okay. All right, good. Uh, help me pack all the stuff up. Yep. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to need all that money. Yep. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you thought I was doing this just because I'm being nice. No, I'm still going to need all that money. But again, that's a, a one of the, another one of those classic Western tropes where he's, he, he does it begrudgingly for the money and for the shelter. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, he winds up actually caring, actually caring. You know I mean? exactly. it's, it's this, this loner with a heart of gold that um, like doesn't even know it. And and uh, when the mom says to the to her daughter, "This nice man is going to help us," how could you know that he's a nice man? He's a he's clearly a bounty hunter. How many bounty hunters do you know that are nice people? Not many. Not many. Maybe so, dog. Yeah. Is dog the bounty? Dog the bounty thing? hunter. I think. Oh, I don't know. He might not be alive anymore. Really? Yeah. I, think I gotta look that up. I yeah. feel like I, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I remember something <laughs> like that. Oh no, dog um, the bounty hunter. But yeah, so he seemed like a nice guy. But other than other than dog, like if you invite a bounty hunter into your into your village, he's there to protect you. He's not like the super nice guy. Now, obviously, he seems to turn out to be a nice guy, but. You know what? Dog oh, the bounty hunter's alive. Oh, good. Thank you. All goodness. right, we're okay. <laughs> Sorry about that, dog. Didn't mean to. Didn't mean to uh, kill you there. But yes, welcome. I'm glad you're still alive. Uh, his wife died. That's who that's it was. Yeah. All right, that is a bummer. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So yes. Um, so first of all, uh, he he goes to this place, and we get this, you know, 1980s training montage, the final countdown. We got to deputize and train the entire. Yes. Uh, I was very surprised. Like, I don't know. A, a bunch of teddy bears were able to uh, I, destroy a bunch of these guys. <laughs> so I'm watching and I'm going, okay, this is first off, like we said, the ATST standing up is like like uh, like Jurassic Park, right? And then this whole training montage. Sorry, Lou. I, I know my buddy Lou is listening. Going, don't you dare trash talk the Ewoks. He's a big fan of the Ewoks. I, I'm a big fan of the Ewoks also. And as I'm watching this, I'm going, this is just like. Ewok village yep. in Return of the Jedi, yep. except for they didn't need to train the Ewoks. The Ewoks already knew what to do. Well, they, they hold their own, those Ewoks. <laughs> uh, although she does mention, Cara Dune mentions Endor during mm -hmm. this, uh, which begs the question, was she on Endor for that battle? No, I think she was there as the shock trooper. She said something about how they went and they cleaned up and took care of the remaining imps. After. After. Okay. All right. So I must have missed that. That's yeah. interesting. So she, uh, the shock troopers then went in and she said she early retirement because she didn't like what they were doing, which basically means we, we understand that she like fled. She left. Right. Well, there is a bounty on her head. Right. We know that because she thought that Kyle was hunting was her. Was hunting her. So we've, we've seen other stories of people leaving the Imperials because they're bad. Right. But now we're seeing people are now leaving the new rebels because they're just as in disarray or whatever the well, case may I, be. That's that's a pretty common trope too. Is that like the the good guys who take over? They there's just as much corruption that mm -hmm. can that can be caused from that. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, I think it's possible that that she saw some stuff that she didn't agree with and and she left. It's possible. Um, so as they uh, the two bounty hunters were teaching the people how to fight. I did like the end of the episode when, so in the beginning of the episode, the little girl's trying to catch the frog and she, she sure can't is. catch it. But little Yudel, he could catch the frog. Right. He, because he, we know he's a ninja. He's, he's stealth. He's awesome. So I liked at the end, he was teaching the kids how to catch the frog. And then he decided to teach them how to eat the frog. Of course. To which they were like, ew. Yeah. And then he spit the frog out. So then he learned, oh, don't eat frogs. The sounds and the faces that Yoda made. Oh, my gosh. Baby Yoda made in this episode. So awesome. They're really, I mean, they're selling this baby Yoda. Yeah. By the way, another, I feel like we should keep a running tally of classic Western tropes. Somewhere. Right. Maybe on our Instagram. Hey, Bantha Milk Podcast on Instagram. That's right. Um, but another ridiculous thing that made me laugh a lot was, uh, hey, we're both hiding from the Bounty Hunters Guild. Well, I was here first, so you have to leave. You have to leave. Um, apparently, <laughs> this, planet's this planet's not big enough for the both of us. <laughs> he, said, he, said to, he said to Yoda, oh, this planet's taken. Yeah. The whole planet? Really? Again, this town's not big enough this, for the both of us. This, like that, I, I, It just made me laugh. I'm like, oh this my is God. great. I love it. Apparently, could, that you can't hide on a planet that someone else is hiding on in this if galaxy. You, if you leave <coughs> beautiful New Jersey and go to Australia, nope. we'll be okay. You know, like, <laughs> no, man, I'll find you. You'll find me. I'll find you halfway across the world that's in Australia. It. Yeah, yeah. This point, well, this planet's taken. That's I it. love that line. That was, yep. That's that goes in my uh, in my quotes at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a great one. Unless you want to go to another round, uh, one of us is going to have to move on. And I was here first. 
And he says, well, looks like this planet is taken. Mm-hmm. I was loving that. He didn't want to go another round. He didn't want to go another round. Because she, she really handed it to him. She did. Again, he's wearing this Beskar armor. Uh, she's, she's punching, punching him in the face <laughs> while he's wearing Beskar armor, and he's falling to the ground. Like, really? Yeah. How good can this armor be? Right. Yeah. If, <laughs> if, if he's feeling the pain through the armor, something's wrong there, because there's no way. And how is she not breaking her hand on yeah. metal armor? Yeah. Maybe she's not really like a human. Maybe she's Maybe. some sort of other <laughs> creature that has ridiculous bone density. I don't know. And once again, he tries to use the flamethrower. I think we've uh, seen the yeah. flamethrower in all four episodes so yeah, far. Yeah, we have, but like he's not very good at he's it. He's not very he's good at it. He's only ever used it to effect once. The second, or I guess last episode. Last episode. The second time, he pushed people back with it, yeah. but it didn't really help. The the, the stormtrooper barbecue was mm-hmm. mostly what it was uh, useful for. But yeah, but she, that was awesome. She like stomped on his wrist and put it out, and she was like, yeah, you're not burning me, pal. Nope. Um... Oh, Cara Dune has a small rebel tattoo on her cheek. Did you see that? I did not see that. Yeah, really? On, yeah, on her left cheek. It, it kind of looks like it could be a birthmark, but it's actually a rebel tattoo. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so, of course, now we're into the part where people find mistakes with the show. Uh-oh, what happened? I missed it. So there was two things. One, going back to the his flamethrower, uh, when he first starts using it before she steps on his arm, Okay. Um, there's graphic uh like drawn in cgi'd in where the ground is singed it's nice and black okay that makes sense then they cut to her either like punching him again or something whatever and then they go back to the wide shot and it's not burnt anymore oh boy yeah oh continuity right, come well, on i guess close it up i'm done <laughs> i'm done <laughs> i don't, don't forget it podcast, this podcast over. Is over that's it it was I'm... nice knowing you guys thanks for those of you that listened yeah. we're all done we're not doing this anymore yeah. so you can catch us on our walking dead podcast <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then, and then the second one that somebody found um, when the, when Kyle's talking to—I just poured myself a second. Drink, you sure did. Uh, talking to Omar—is that what I said? Her name was the the I don't the, remember. the widow, the the chick. Let's call yeah, her Janice. Omara, Janice, Janice. Omara. Um, at one point, uh, very quickly, a boom mic falls down into the. Oh, screen. really? Yeah, a little, a little. Listen, I'll take the gl- slightest glimpse of a boom mic over a coffee cup. Yes. Which is what we saw in the final season of Game of Thrones. Yes, when there's a coffee cup on Give the table. Give me a break. Yes. Well, we, I think we, we already got some uh, mistakes because in episode one, I remember someone found like the briefest shot of the reflection in the Mandalorian's Oh, helmet, in his helmet. And you saw the camera. Yeah. Like, you really had to be looking for it, but it was there. It was there. Also, I noticed in this episode, as he's walking towards the camera, his right leg... Uh, Armor. Yeah, it's got some weird thing on it, right? Yeah. Or it's, it's like not dented the same. or something. It's dented. I, it, I noticed that last it's episode. It's either still old armor, which I thought all that Beskar that he brought last week was enough to do a whole suit. Yeah. Um, but it's either old armor or it's already dented up or whatever. No, I I think, I mean, I'll have to check again and, and correct me if I'm wrong out there, uh, Bantha Milk Podcast Nation. Um, but I'm pretty sure last week I noticed when he walked into the bar, when he went to go talk to Apollo Creed, that right... Uh, I guess it would be a uh, what would you call that a shin um, guard or something? Not, well, the shins at the bottom, like your thigh guard, I, I guess. Know, whatever. whatever. Yeah. I don't anyway, know. Yeah. it looked like there was something weird about it. So okay. I don't know if that's like a, a design choice. Yeah. But it looks it still looks shiny. It's like st- it's yeah. Beskar. Yeah, but it still it still definitely looks a lot different. Yep. Um, another thing I found he. Uh, said that the planet was like a skug hole. Skug hole? What's a skug? Um, so skug is an insult used in Star Wars The Clone Wars by the Zijimarians. Z- okay. The species that sold slaves until the Jedi put a stop to the practice. So he was basically saying something not nice about the planet. He was saying this is just like a dump. We'll, we'll go live here. That makes sense. Yeah. It didn't look like a great planet. I mean, no. it was fine, but there was, are better planets. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> planets with better features and yeah, planets with starports, you know. Yeah. But when you're when you're trying to hide out, probably not much Wi-Fi out yeah, there. Yeah, probably didn't get any service. No service out there. He's, He's trying to update his Facebook yeah. status. Hashtag hiding. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag baby hiding. Hashtag not on. What's the name of the planet that he's on? Uh, I've already forget. Something with an S. Sorgan. It's not on Sorgan. Hashtag yeah. not on Sorgan. I swear, totes not on Sorgan. That's right. <laughs> um, and then the other one, other thing that I wanted to talk about, going back into the whole Western lore. 
after they defeat the bad guys and everybody runs off and Cara Dune and he are standing outside the hut and they're talking right before uh, the wife comes out. It was Janice. It is such a Western look. Oh, yeah. He's he's leaning back against the wall with his, his boots crossed. She's sitting with her feet up. The way every time you you ride into town, into a western town, there's two people standing right by the bar that look just like that. Yep. It's such such a homage to western motif and everything like yep. that. And so, again, the, the uh, I guess, savior of the town rides in, saves the town, and then moves on. Right. You know what I mean? That's yep. the, the, more of these classic western tropes that I love. I love, it's yes. It's just so great. Um but that's that's really kind of it for episode five. Aside from they clearly tracked him down. Episode four. Episode four. Right. You, you got you got the uh, pre-release of episode five that we're not allowed to talk about. I yet. do have the they they do have the the uh, description of episode five. I'm mm-hmm. kind of interested in. Um, but yeah, so they they tried to kill Baby Yoda. So clearly they weren't looking for Kyle. They weren't looking for Kara. They nope. were looking for Yudel. Looking, they're still looking for Yudel. Yep. And so he had to move on. So um, I think all these episodes. You know, first episode we meet IG Eleven. He kills him. We got to see him again. We're gonna see him again. Yeah. Even like Cole K U I I L, however you say the the Ugnot, whatever his name is, Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte's character. I'm hoping that he comes back again. Now we meet Cara Dune, and then she says, "Until we paths, until our paths cross again." I can't imagine they're just gonna discard. Right. And I'm pretty sure in IMDb she's listed in being in two episodes at least, not okay. just one. I could be wrong about that. But I think in the last episode we're going to see like a Super Friends team up yes. that includes Kyle, Cara Dune, IG-11, IG-11. Grief Karga. I think Grief's going to join him. Okay, he's going to be on their side? I think so. Okay. I mean, I, he's like, I feel like he's that, that like foil that's like going, working against him, trying to find him. But they had this companionship, this like interesting relationship that to me it just seems like they're gonna team up okay i don't think at the end of the day i think they're gonna be i think uh apollo creed we keep calling keep calling carl weathers apollo creed yes um i think that his character is more interested in wealth or, or yes or whatever is most profitable for him and i think at some point that that balance is going to shift and he's going to flip. He's going to flip. He's going to go with them because maybe, maybe he sees that or he sees the opportunity for him to start a new bounty hunter guild, another rival bounty hunter guild, which will make him a lot more money or something along those lines. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think he's going to be like, a, I think he's going to be a, like a foil to Kyle. I think he's going to yeah. like show up every now and then and be like a, a thorn in his side. But I think at the end of the day, it's like a, in Solo with, uh, what was Woody Harrelson's character? In oh, Solo? yeah. Uh-huh. I forget what his name uh, is, but yeah. It's annoy me. Beckett. Yes, Beckett. Um, it's in the same way that Beckett was like this kind of your friend, not your friend, your right. friend, not keep your, your friend. Keep your friends thing. close, your enemies closer, and he's both a, a friend and an enemy. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a similar relationship. Yeah, I can see that. I can totally see that. Yeah. So I definitely have a strong feeling that... They are all going to get back together and fight some bigger issue. Probably, you know, probably more, more and more people. Esposito. Yeah, because right. we haven't seen Moff Giancarlo Gideon. Esposito yeah, yet. Yeah, we're halfway through the uh, season and yeah. we haven't seen the big bad yet. You're right. And so judging by the synopsis for episode five, we're probably going to see the uh, the uh, the other bounty hunter guy, um, the comedian, what the heck is his Bill name? Bill Burr. Yeah, Bill Burr. Yeah, so episode five, the IMDb description is very short. It says, the Mandalorian helps a rookie bounty hunter who is in over his head. Right, which is probably going to be Bill Burr with three guns, which yeah, is Yeah, right, totally dual wielding awesome. plus the, the shoulder mount on his shoulder, right? Um, which no, no gunslinger in the West could have pulled off for no. sure. Unless uh, it was like Jim West from Wild Wild West. Yes. Did you watch <laughs> Wild, that movie? Wild West. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, was, I love that movie. That was, was it was kid. awesome because it was all these steampunk, steampunk, like, uh, yeah, steampunk, gadgets. giant weapons and gadgets and Do you stuff. Know that yeah. Will Smith turned down the role of Neo in the Matrix for that film. Really? Yep. Wow, he must have really liked it. I mean, it was good, <laughs> but Neo's role was was. I can't imagine epic. Will Smith being Neo. Uh, I mean. I think he's a good enough actor that he could have pulled it off. I think Keanu Reeves was great in it. He sure was. But and um, Keanu Reeves is the internet's newest obsession. Is he really? We, yeah, they love him. Do they? He's, he's even a more person. than 
He's a delight. He really is. He, there, there's this great clip of him at like there's a video game awards, and you know if if you're like nice to video game players, the mm-hmm. internet will love you. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he was in because there's a new uh, video game coming out, Cyberpunk twenty something, twenty twenty two or something like that. Okay, and he's like the main character. Cool. And like someone shouted at him while he was on stage, and he he acknowledged and he, it. He was like. You're beautiful. Something like it was really. Sweet. Oh, that's awesome. Anyway, he's a nice guy. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So yeah. Uh. I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, uh, the wild, nice. wild west and, oh, yeah. and whatever. Real, yeah. So, yeah. So, with the the tri wielding. The tri wielding. Yeah, yeah. Bill Burr. I'm excited for Bill Burr. I'm, I think he's going to be. I, I was talking to some friends. Uh, my dear friends Jason and Anna who listen. Hi, Jason and Anna. They're Hi, Jason very. And Anna. They're very disillusioned with the way uh, Star Wars has gone in the theaters in the past couple of years. Okay. Um. And so they're very excited about the Mandalorian. They really like it. Uh, they're having a good time. Um, but I think th- they they have they had a hard time with how much they leaned into the jokes in the most recent movie. Okay, I can understand that. I get it. I think it was good. They did yeah. not. But I they, think Bill were... Burr is going to be a really like a good comedic because because there's some comedy I guess in the show, but not really much right. yet. And I think that's the myth. That's a real like key Star Wars element is that sort of cheesy yeah. humor to it. Yeah. And I think Bill Burr will add to that. A well, he'll bit. definitely add to that. Yeah. Um, so real fast, Cara Dune right now is listed as being in three episodes. Okay. Um, we've only seen her in one so far. Great. But there's only four left. There's only four left. So she's going to be at least you in know, half of yeah, them. Yeah, that's good. Um, disappointingly though, I mean, it could also be because they're not leaking enough information. They're being pretty close. They're, they're being very, very close lip, but, uh, Taki Waikiki. Taiko Waititi. Taiko Waikiki. That's his name. Something yes. like that. Waikiki means Hawaii. Waititi. Yes. <laughs> He's only listed in one episode, but it's also they could also be trying to keep it really close to the chest. I really hope that's not the case. I I mean the posters. He was really great. Posters have him standing behind Kyle. Yeah, you and, don't lean that heavily into a character just for yeah, one episode. And that's the other thing I was thinking. Like, we have an episode all about him meeting, being friends with Cara Dune. We're just going to throw that away now? No. Like, we're not just going to throw that away. Like, she's got to come back. She, I think she's going to be a recurring character come season two. And again, they're already shooting season two. Mm-hmm. So they, they have some faith in this product that yes. they put out there. And I don't blame them. It's been gold ever since I've so, started it. Uh, but that's episode four. That is episode four. Sanctuary. We didn't really go in order, unfortunately. No, no. We're, but you we know, hit all the important things, and that's yeah. all that really mattered, that you... Got to listen to everything that we found out about episode four. If you uh, caught anything we didn't, we want to hear about we it. We do want to hear about it. We want it. you to tweet at us at Bantha Milk on Twitter. At Bantha Milk on Twitter. We want you to tag. If you're making these drinks with us, we want you to post them on Instagram. Post yes. them on Twitter. Tag us in them. We yes. want to see them. Bantha Milk we'll, Podcast. We'll feature you on our Instagram. All we 36 will. or so of our followers will That's see it. That's right. Fan of um, the week. If you're not following us on Instagram yet, what's wrong with you? Please we do. We have at least almost 80 followers, and we've got like 30-something listeners 30 on Instagram. Yeah. So, so we're this building. Is, we're getting there. Yeah, but this is your this is your time right now. Be a part of history. That's right. You, you, you have the opportunity to get in on it early. Be there before right. we go to uh, the Ukraine hackers and have them increase our fandom by 10 million. 10 million, yes. at least, right? At least, yes. You have the, like, imagine it's 1990, and you have the opportunity to invest in Apple. That's it. Just imagine. That's where you're we at are, right now. We are now. the 1990 version of Apple. That's right. We're $2 a share right now. Get on it. Get on it now at $2 a share before we skyrocket to $248 a share. Stranger things have happened. Stranger <laughs> things have happened. Who knows? Taiko Waikiki could be in my basement. It's possible. It's if very he, soon. If he comes, we got to get better equipment. If he comes down here, because yeah. he'll be he'll be. Uh, but that chair over there looked kind of comfy. He it like does. That. He would. He could chill in the padded chair yeah. over there. The nice rocker glider. Anyway, we've so, had a great time chatting. We have. We're gonna it's, we're gonna do this again next week. Yes. So for you know, it's looking five. like Sunday nights are like a like a good time. So check with us on Sunday nights for new episodes. For new of episodes. Banter. Beskar and Bantha Milk, a Mandalorian podcast. That's I right. am Nick, and that is Rob. That is I. We have had a great time. We have had a great time. I and hope you had a good time with us. And until next Sunday, keep have, listening. We have spoken. We have spoken. Intro music. Wait, that's not it. What? He's no good to me, Dad. Intro music. Intro music. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession.